Hello, welcome to another episode of the Chin High or the Crown Slips podcast by Julia Henschel. Happy Thursday, everyone. I'm sitting here with a bottle of red wine to myself and some salami and cheese. It's a good night. I'm so excited to record this. I have so much to say. I feel so motivated. Everybody that reached out to me is so sweet. And honestly, I had a way better turnout than I could ever imagine. But, you know, you still have those trolls and those haters. So I got a lot of before I get into the hating and the criticism, I got a lot of DMs asking me why I chose the name Chin High or the Crown Slips. So a lot of people are going to like roll their eyes when they hear this, but Ever since I was little, I've always just liked really nice things, you know, always expected the best of the best. And people would ask me, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said a princess. I was obsessed, obsessed with like Disney princesses, castles, tiaras. I would run around the house in like little costumes, So it just like stuck with me and like everybody always says that I'm like a princess and like whatever. So I was just like, fuck it. Let's just like make it funny. And I honestly don't even know how I came up with it. I it just like popped in my head. So, um, yeah, that's how I came up with the name. And when people first heard it, they were like, oh, God, like. My my family, like, shit on me. Like, my sister was like, what the fuck? My mom was like, oh, God. Like, here we go. But I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's witty. I think it's creative. So I'm just rolling with it. So the first thing I want to talk about, <laughs> I got some comments that I was like, this is so backhanded. Or, like, just, like, plain rude. Like, someone was like, this is trash. You have no talent. I'm going to check with a lawyer if I can say names on here because, like, I don't need a lawsuit. But, um, yeah, I have no talent. Okay. Have you seen the DMs I've gotten, you fucking little bitch? So that was one. And then I got one... I've gotten several actually about the first podcast saying that like we sounded fucked up and like whatever. Newsflash, we were fucked up. That was the whole point. So I really don't care if you think we were annoying or we sounded stupid or we repeated repeated ourselves too much. It was funny. I just wanted to have fun with the first recording. I was really, really nervous to begin with. So... Like, I just, I I don't care that you think we sound stupid. Like, I dare you to get on a podcast and record for 30 or so minutes. I dare you to do it and you tell me how easy it is. And then I got another. Oh my God, your voice is so annoying. Like, who do you think you are? Just from like people I I like don't even know. And I'm like, so why are you following me if you don't like me? This is what I don't like about people today. They follow people just to like shit on them. And like, I have a couple people like that, but like not like it's just, I don't know. Like, why would I follow somebody if I really can't stand them? You know what I mean? So that was 
pretty much um, all the hating comments I got. But still, like, the nerve these people have to say this shit to me. It's different if you're, like, critiquing me and be like, hey, I think you should, like, not do this and, and, like, do this. Or, like, you say blah, blah, blah too much. Or I think you should add this. Or you shouldn't have said that. Like, that is totally different and I'm so open to it. But, like, don't tell me that I'm annoying. Don't tell me I'm stupid. Don't tell me I have no talent. You can go fuck yourself. Also, thank you, though. Thank you for saying those things because it just gave me content to talk about. So, really, you did me a fucking favor. All right, moving on because I could talk about hating and jealousy for days. I want to talk about friendships. So... I mentioned yesterday that I push a lot of people away or I do certain things that, um, you know, I've lost some people in my life and I've learned from it. But I also know when to not take shit from people and walk away. So I've had friendships in the past where I always felt like I was going like above and beyond for them and like I would literally choose my time with them over like family time or whatever and I'm very generous if I care about you like I will do absolutely anything for you if I care about you and I love you so I feel like a lot of people took advantage of that and which is why I have the trust problems I have now and I'm still like that to an extent but there have been people in my life where I have grown to love, but I would take a step back and be like, what do you really do for me? So I have a couple friends that I keep at arm's length now because if I ever need something and I feel like I can't go to you and tell you what's wrong because I'm so nervous of the reaction or being ignored or something, that's a problem. That's called a surface level friend. And I feel like those are people that you either learn to keep at arm's length and you don't let them in as much or you just like walk away. So that's one thing. And then another thing is jealousy. So if there's a friend you have that you feel like they're never happy for you or they don't motivate you and they like make fun of you or take little digs at you but say they're joking and it's like all the time – That's another thing you need to like acknowledge and be like, this is not a good friend. And I have maybe like six close girlfriends and that's really all I need. Like I don't need a big circle of friends. I have a lot of acquaintances, but not people I'm close to because like you just, you don't, how can you be close with like four, like 14 or 15 people? Like, no, it just doesn't work. But I'm very particular with who I let in my life because of things like that that have happened to me where I felt like it was just so one-sided. And this is going to sound very full of myself. Don't get me wrong. I know how it sounds. But just like, just listen to what I'm saying before you start to talk shit or judge. There have been times where I've grown really close to somebody and then it's like, Ugh, like you're always in the spotlight and I've had issues with like girlfriends and boys like if they were into somebody and then like I don't know I was getting their attention or like whatever 
And I'm not saying I'm like the hottest shit to walk the planet, but you know, I've always taken care of myself and you know, I am just a very, I have a very strong personality. Let's put it that way. I'm not afraid to be who I am. I'm very outspoken. I'm loud. I'm obnoxious. And that's just who I am. So it does grab people's attention. And I think a lot of people are like refreshed by it almost that I'm like that because I don't put on a front like I'm something I'm not. So I've had issues with that and it just really sucks because when I have any type of relationship with somebody, I really do give it my all. And again, I have a very hard exterior and a lot of people say I'm really intimidating, but like once you get in there, like I'm a very soft, caring person and I will do anything for anybody that I care about. And I have one more thing to say about friendships. I've had a lot of people say to me, ugh, like your life is just so dramatic. I can't handle it. You're just too much to handle. So you can't be a good friend because I have actual real life issues that I have to deal with because my family is just a fucking hot mess. And, you know, I've made some poor decisions that now I have to deal with. But that's why you can't be my friend because I'm too much to handle. Like, that is just a cop-out. That is a cop-out and an excuse for you being a fucking horrible friend, okay? And I'm not saying any names. You know who you are, okay? You know exactly who you are. But, like, that's fine because that is just a reflection of you. Not me. I didn't do shit to you. I'm venting to you and I'm too much to handle and you can't be my friend because of that. Okay, whatever. Done, done, done. That, those people, you don't need them in your life. Like, you just don't. I've had strangers be nicer to me. Seriously, strangers. And this is why I said in my first episode i just don't fuck with girls period i really just don't and if i do click with you it's like we just like get each other you know you know what i mean like we just understand we're on the same wavelength because like girls sometimes look at me like i'm so fucking out of my mind and i'm so extra but like you're right i am out of my mind and i am extra and if you can't handle it that's your fucking problem so that's why i said that it's not that i like hate girls it's just like i just don't vibe with them like i I get along better with guys because I don't feel like I have to like watch what I say all the time and like be, I don't know, just be filtered. I like the way I am. I like saying what's on my mind and I like making people laugh. All right, so enough with that little rant about friendships because y'all know once I get on a roll, it is so hard for me to freaking reel it in. All right, so going on. Um, So I mentioned yesterday, obviously, a lot about my anxiety. And I just want to do a little segment about it. But it has to do with dating or being in a relationship while you're um, suffering with anxiety. So when you're dating somebody or in a relationship, I feel like 
right off the bat, like after a couple dates or when it's getting serious, you kind of mention your struggles with it because I waited and like tried to mask it or like just tried to make it seem like I was like the chillest bitch ever, which I'm so not. I'm the freaking opposite. And then once my boyfriend saw like what a crazy person I was it kind of like just stirred up a lot of issues and it's it's really hard if the other one doesn't understand anxiety like and it's not their fault you know like if they just don't struggle with it they don't know how to handle it so I feel like if you struggle with anxiety depression anything I feel like it's so important to just say right off the bat like your issues and see what their reaction is you know like just kind of test the waters that way almost and maybe that'll give you a better idea if you can move forward with somebody because dating somebody with those issues it is not an easy ride like I'll tell you that right fucking now it's not not an easy road it is not fun sometimes and don't get me wrong all relationships have their problems but when it's psychological like that it is so difficult to be on the same page sometimes if you guys just aren't seeing eye to eye on something and you know there's the trust part there's you know again if you just aren't experiencing or haven't experienced it it's just hard for anybody to understand also I'm the type of person where I let my emotions get the best of me and it's not something I'm proud of I my whole life I felt like I could never tell somebody how I really felt or showed I was upset because I grew up in a household where like if you cried you were told you were full of shit (laughs) my mom is gonna kill me but like it's fine so sorry Susan um but it's true though like I just didn't have very warm parents I love them to death especially my mom she's a rock star but like I always felt like I couldn't be honest about my issues or my feelings about anything because every time I cried I was told I was dramatic I was told that they were crocodile tears so I kind of kept a lot to myself and I became very angry and then as I got older I started rebelling and um you know when I became an adult and just kind of started living my own life all these emotions came up and I was like holy shit like I am really fucked up and I didn't realize like I think it came to surface when I got into a very serious relationship and all these things came up and it was just like wild because like I never I never saw myself getting like that and it was really hard for me to deal with I would literally cry over every fight we have and like thought the world was ending if I was gonna break up with him or whatever it was like it was just it was a freaking mess and you know in therapy they tell you that a lot of your issues stem from your childhood and it is so true it could not be more freaking true and 
it was really hard for me to kind of get like a just try to get a hold of that. I mean, I'm a lot better now, but it took me years to like not just like burst into tears over every fight or like call out of work because like we had a fight and I like thought the world was ending. Like it was truly psychotic, but also, you know, as you get older, you kind of learn that like it's not the end of the world if you have a disagreement and like whatever. But I think because I masked my emotions so much and I have all these suppressed issues from when I was a kid, it just totally came to a surface and I completely just lost control over my emotions. And I'm very sensitive and I'm the type where like I take on other people's emotions and I get very involved with people very quickly because I'm like that. Now I want to get into a, like warning signs with anyone, like anyone, does it have to be boys, like a new relationship in general, whether it's a friend or a whatever, a relationship with a boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever. Um, if they, like, how do I explain it? If they tend to back off when you're, like, trying to get on, like, a deeper level with them and they, like, ignore your text if you're, like, upset about something or they're, like, oh, damn, that sucks, like, something fucking retarded and not productive whatsoever, then, like, they don't give a fuck about you. Again, surface level relationship and all 2020, I'm weeding those people out because I just don't have time for you. So what that's like one thing like that that like really irks me because like when I start a relationship with anyone whether it's a friendship or who are like even like people that like I've worked with I want to like get in there I want to get like down and dirty as like why you are the way you are you know what I mean because I'm so open that I feel like other people should be open with me and like that's not the case but like it's all if they don't want to be open with you that is totally fine but it's also like you need to watch their reaction when like you're talking about your shit because like it's so interesting because like it says so much about somebody's character Another thing that really pisses me off when you're starting off in your relationship with somebody, again, it can be any type of relationship, if they only talk about themselves and they don't ask you questions about like just anything in your life, you know, literally it could be anything. It just shows that they're not interested. And I'm not talking about being nosy. Like I'm the nosiest bitch ever, but like, I'm just saying like being normal, just to like get to know somebody. If they're not interested in that, then like, they're just, there's no point in furthering the relationship. And that goes for guys. Like I listen to a lot of my friends who are single and like, I'm terrified of the dating scene. Like, holy shit. Like, I don't think I could ever do it. Like, I don't know. It's just, it freaks me out hearing all these, like, stories about dating. And I don't know. I just feel like there's so many douchey-ass guys now. Like, there's just, I don't know. There's slim pickings out there, ladies. But if a guy isn't asking you, like, how your day was or... I don't know, just be normal and it's not all about getting some pussy, then like, again, they're not for you. Okay, I need to um, 
shut my mouth on this topic because like I said I have a lot of guy friends and I don't want to get in trouble and I've already had people message me some nasty fucking shit so we're gonna move on um this is another it's not deep but I feel like it's necessary to talk about because again I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it so I'm gonna talk about it body image issues so whoever grew up in my town or went to middle school or high school with me I was always very thin and I was a dancer my whole life and I was a lot taller than a lot of girls and I just felt this like immense amount of pressure to say to stay skinny and then like senior year rolled around and I blew up like a fucking tick and it was it was just it was wild like I went from being a size zero or two my sophomore and junior year to like an eight my senior year. And like that was so hard for me to handle. But it honestly just was like all the drinking and like midnight eating I was doing because I was always fucked up my senior year. Like I was drinking in school. I was just like fucking around and I was still dancing, but, you know, I grew up my whole life up until senior year, obviously, that, like, I could eat, do whatever I wanted and not gain a single pound, and then, like, senior year, it, like, caught up to me, and I, like, I knew it, but I, like, didn't want to, like, recognize it, and then that summer, obviously, I went to the Hamptons like I did every summer, and I continued it. I continued the drinking all the time. I continued eating late at it. I would literally text my mom saying, make me bagel bites or like a salami sandwich at like one in the morning. And I, and she would do it. She's a freaking angel. And I would just shove my face. Like it was disgusting. And then one day, this guy that I worked with, He's a dear friend. At the time, I hated him and I actually wanted him dead. But I asked him, I was like, do you think I gained weight? And he was like, yeah, you did. Like, you got fat. And I was like, wow, wow. And that was the one time in my life that a guy, again, it's going to sound very full of myself, but that was the first time in my life that like a guy ever said anything horrible about my physical appearance and it hit me hard I was very insecure after that and I started going to the gym a lot and I hit I think it was like 174 I want to say I was like very heavy but keep in mind I'm 5'9 so how I carried my weight I carried my weight in my arms and like in my hips and my face. I never gained weight in my stomach. But still, it was just the body that I was not used to. I was always very, very thin. Like, I looked like a bobblehead, but like with an ass. That was literally my body. And then I gained like 40 pounds. And it was just, it was horrible. And I just, I hated myself. And then I started working out and eating better and I got into fitness and then I got my um, personal training certification and I lost, I think, 30 pounds. But I wasn't back to what I normally was like used to being so thin 
And, you know, I've got curves now. I've got an ass. I've got legs. I've got hips. And to be honest with you, like, I've never felt better about myself. I've learned how to, you know, just love it. And I started working out more to build my butt bigger, to build my legs. And I eat a ton of carbs, but, like, I do it in a healthy way. And, um... But yeah, I'm so confident with how I look now and it took me a while. So anyone that's struggling with, if you are so, so, so thin and now, you know, you've gained a little weight and you're curvier now, like I'm telling you, it works in your favor because guys like it and girls nowadays pay to have curves. Look at Kylie Jenner. She looks like a fucking, I don't even know. She looks like... Ugh, I, a rat before all this surgery and people are obsessed with her so like just embrace it learn to love it and just like appreciate what you have <laughs> oh my god now that I was talking about high school I just had a complete like understanding of how my life was my senior year I was a fucking loser Okay, now I'm just realizing it because I was friends with older girls. So when it was my senior year, I literally had like no girlfriends and it was really depressing. But I was the girl where like when there were parties, boys would like ask me to buy kegs because they like didn't have the money for it. Bob Giordano, I'm talking to you. Um, I had my first car. My parents bought me like a brand new um like pimped out Volkswagen bug and it was a convertible and it was like oh my god it was amazing it had all the bells and whistles and this fucking kid made me get kegs he would buy them because he had the ID but I would give him the money and we would stick the keg in the back seat and one day it was me and like him and two other people I can't even remember um so there was no room in the car (laughs) and it was like the middle of February or March or something and I remember we had to put the top down to get the keg in the car and we had to ride with the top down and it was so cold and oh my god I just oh god the shit I did in high school like it was just fucking so stupid I could have gotten in so much trouble like the shit I did. Anyways, I just had a little, I just had a little memory. Good old days. Okay, so moving on. Um, we talked about body image and now I want to go into like confidence. Um, I'm like so comfortable with like parts of my personality, like that I'm just like out there and I'm not afraid to say what I want to say and um, you know, all of that. And I'm very confident with how I look, but it took me a couple years to get like that. And like I said, I have a very, very, very critical family. And like, it, it, like they, they're just not the type to be like, oh my God, like you're so pretty. They're like, LOL. Like, why are you posting this? Like every time I like post something, it's more my sister, but like she's a sister. She's, she's allowed to be a bitch. Um, but like I said, like I 
it took a long time for me to get here. And I don't like when people say that, you know, like I'm fake or whatever when it comes to like my personality because I wasn't really that outspoken in high school. And like if you went to school with me, like you know this. I was never ever like, I don't know. I was never truly myself. And I feel like as I got older, I kind of was just like, fuck this. Like who the fuck cares? Um, I was a people pleaser and I still am to a certain extent, but now I just like give less of a fuck. Um, and I don't like when people like shit on people for getting plastic surgery. I have not gotten plastic surgery, but like I said yesterday, I I have Botox and I have fillers, but if you can change something about your look or whatever looks to make yourself feel better and more confident, like then you fucking do it and like fuck whoever talks shit about it or like gives you any criticism for it and says like oh you're not natural oh whatever like literally if you don't get a little nip and tuck I say you're not living okay you're not living but the parts of me that I'm not really that comfortable with I do feel like I have some flaws to my personality. I'm not going to get into it too much right now. It'll be another um, podcast, but there are p- parts of me that I'm not totally confident with. Like I've said yesterday, I've had a lot of emotional abuse in my life and it took me so long to just bite the bullet and just start doing it, like start podcasting. And I don't know, I feel... I feel like starting this, it brought me a little bit out of my comfort zone just because of parts of me I'm not really that comfortable with. And I've been an open book in the past and I've gotten fucked over and now I'm being an open book again and I'm like, oh oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Like things I'm not comfortable with in myself is that I'm super, um, I'm super impulsive and that is really not a good trait to have. Um, like it is and it isn't. You know, it's a blessing and it's a curse. I, I I say that about myself all the time. I'm super emotional, but it's a blessing and it's a curse. I'm very impulsive, but it's a blessing and a curse. And I'm going to tell you why both those things are a blessing and a curse. When you are super impulsive, it could be in your favor when it's going to benefit you. You know, like if you're unsure about, I don't know, just like going for, you know, a new relationship in your life that could potentially be good for you, but you're just scared about it and it ends up working out like that was a good impulsive move or a bad impulsive move is like if you're just so upset and you can't think rationally and you just go and do something stupid and then you wake up the next morning and you're like, fucking shit like why did I do that like and then you're just hating yourself for the rest of the day like I've done that so many times and it's just horrible like again being emotional it's a blessing and it's a curse because when you're emotional you you get people on a different level and you take on other people's emotions or like if something happens to you you're very in touch with your emotions and you allow yourself to feel the feelings that you're entitled to have but when it consumes 
the whole fucking day, that's a freaking problem. You need to like reel it in and be like, okay, it's time to move on with my day and go do the things I need to get done. So those are two things that I'm just really not comfortable with. And like I make fun of myself, say that like I cry a lot and I'm so emotional and like I'm a hot mess. But like at the same time, I have to joke about it in order for me to be comfortable with it. Do you get what I'm saying? So I have two things I want to bring up from yesterday. I got two questions after I recorded and I literally was (laughs) dying laughing. I'm not going to say one of them because it's just I cannot say that on record. But one of them said... (laughs) One of them asked me why I breathe so heavy. Oh, I'm a mouth breather and I don't know what to do about it. I really need to get my deviated septum taken out, but I'm just like so terrified of going under surgery unless I'm getting like a tit job or a Brazilian butt lift. Like I will totally take the risk, but unless, like, no, I'm not going to go under anesthesia to get a rhinoplasty and to get my DV septum taken out because I've done the research and it comes back. So you're, you all are just going to have to fucking deal with it. Okay. 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 Um, I think the wine is getting to me a little bit, but, um, I was going to say bold things that I had in my inbox, but I decided to just not say one of them because I feel like my family would actually murder me. Um, so I'm just going to leave that out for now. That was like a good decision on my end. And I'm very proud of myself because usually I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Like, who cares? Um, but no, it's time to reel it in or else, you know, I'm going to go on another tear and that just cannot happen. Um, I hope you guys like it. Also, anybody that has ideas for an intro, like music wise, please DM me because I'm struggling. I'm struggling so hard when it comes to shit like that. I literally don't know what I'm doing. So please help me if you have ideas. So I hope you guys like it. I hope your Thursday is as great as mine, drinking wine, eating salami and cheese and recording this for you guys. All right. Have a good night.